Welcome everybody to the first ever breakdown show. With me today is Nathaniel. Hi Chris. Hi Chris. Hi. Uh. Hi. Nathaniel just sounds so defeated in life. Uh, huh. Who, Chris? Who would you say created the show? Me or you? It was. Or it was like me and you, both? you came to me with the idea. And then I said, yeah, I, I'd really be interested in doing it. <laughs> You're saying, yeah, let's do this. And then I'm like, okay, yeah. here's what we're going to do. Uh, so basically the layout of the show is this. We bring musical topics. Could be about anything. Could be about any genre of music. Even though the opening was like a hardcore song. Just because that's like one of the best breakdowns. Um, I picked the Day to Remember song. Um, and we'll have interviews from bands and stuff. Nathan, do you have headphones? No. Okay, because I can hear myself in the background. I'm pretty sure. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> it's just a little bit. I, it's um, a little. Yeah, I, I don't mind. It's a little bit. It's, it's not that it's bad. Just it's just like a little, little squeak. Bit. Yeah, it's like it's not <laughs> a mouse. Um, but anyways, what, what was I saying? Oh, so yeah, we have Cruz has some musical line, uh, music bands lined up already. Next week we're gonna yeah, have an interview. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next please. next Saturday I got one. Do you know yeah. Who it's gonna um, be her name is Sol Solvay Shu. Solvay Solvay Shu. Okay. Uh, Cruz will I'll, me and Cruz will make sure that's all set up. Yeah, it's, it is. It is. Um, it is for sure. It's been set up. Well, I'm just saying, like, like the format. For oh, yeah. Will be set up properly. I'll, I'll go over that with you later, because uh, I won't be here. So Cruz will have to yep. take the lead on that one. Taking the bull by the um, horns. We're gonna have, we're gonna discuss uh, albums. We're gonna discuss genres, people, the music industry. We're all we're always gonna bring a song to the table that we'll discuss the beginning. Yeah. So every week we'll do that. Uh, we don't have a set date for this to come out every week yet we don't know uh when's gonna be on itunes yet we're setting we're fixing all that soon but it's an experiment and we want to try it out so i guess we should get started uh since cruzy won the rock paper scissors too at the beginning of the show before anybody heard this we'll do your songs first uh and yours oh wait hold on hold on which one um nathaniel got disconnected from the call oh my gosh let me add him Oh, well, well. Anyways, because uh, we're going to give an intro and everything, too. Anyways, I'm back. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do Cruise's songs first because you wanted the Rock, Paper, Scissors mm-hmm. song okay. first. Cruise, do you want to play the song first or you want to give a little intro to it first? Um, a little intro, I guess? Um, so I heard this song on, on C- I think it was CBS2 or, or one of those channels. Uh, it wasn't like a mainstream. I mean, it was. I mean, they are mainstream news networks, but it, was, it wasn't like on like Fox Alert or like, like one of the pop news networks, I guess. Um, but it was. It was on this morning, um, and I, I thought I really liked the sound of the band itself because they showed a few different clips of them, and they were talking about how how um, small their not. I mean, on top of how small their fan base is, but how loyal they are, and that um, they were, they recently, I guess co-opened a venue where it's kind of like a unique experience and that was really what they were covering um it's like a like a venue where you're almost sitting in it's kind of an office looking space and the band is in the same room as you 
Um, it's like you'd be sitting in a recording studio, kind of, and the band is playing like right in front of you. That's pretty cool. Um, so what would you say? There's the um, genre. There's genre. Would I would. I, it sounded. It sounded like. It bluesy. sounded like blues mixed with soul. I don't know if that was like an R and B twist. Yeah, yeah, like an R and B twist. Yeah. That had some ska influences in there. Just a little bit. Yeah, I like maybe a tiny bit. Yeah. Just, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I will uh, call uh, Cruz introduce like give it the name of the band. I believe song. the name of the band was Saint Paul and the Bone or the Broken Bones, and the name <laughs> and of the, the song, song was Call Me. Okay, and I'm gonna mute us, and we will play the song. Call me.
And we're back. So, I really enjoyed the song Cruise picked out this week. I it's been a while since I actually like sat down and listened to like a bluesy type band. I should just like sit back and relax and listen to it. Um, and I like I like his voice. I don't, like, and it was weird because you, if you watch the music video for yeah, the, it's big white yeah, guy, yeah, and yeah, and it's not it's not a voice you'd expect from a big white guy. Nope. Um. And I, th- and I thought it was, I thought it was, I, I just thought it was good. And I'm, I'm excited to listen to the rest of the Yeah, stuff. I really like their sound. Just in general. What do you think, Nathaniel? I liked it. I I especially enjoyed his uh, sick moves. He was very... <laughs> he looked very like the Blues Brothers or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was so soulful. He was so into it. Yeah, he was I really was into the song. I, I've, n- I've never seen You've never movie. seen the Blues Brothers? What? No. It's a shame. Oh, right. Well, it was fun, guys. I guess I'll talk to you next week. Where are you going? No, I'm, that was jokes. Just jokes. Oh. Well, okay. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. Oh, oh, you got me. Anyway, yeah, right. great song. Chris, great choice for yeah. the first yeah. time. I can't wait to see what else you pick. I really like how they had kind of the oh. full. Um, not orchestral, but they have a full band. They have like a full set. They have those. They have that brass mm-hmm. section, which really makes. And it I really, is it weird to say that I really like the drummer? Just how he was really getting into it too. He was so happy. Yeah, he yeah. looked so happy. He was He's smiling, smiling the entire time. time. Yeah, so <laughs> gross. Um, I feel like see, like when we like when we get the mice on, all your guys' songs are like really different, and like mine's like super metal, and I'm like, am I gonna be like classified as the metal? Yeah, here? definitely. Yeah, uh, probably. That's probably the only picking metal songs. Yeah, I mean, I'll put I'll pick a lot more than that because I listen to a lot more. Than you that. listen to the heaviest stuff. I do probably listen, to or the, the most stuff. often, I should say. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I most agree. often. I, I I could put it in the Devil Wars Prada and just be totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so next song is. I'm just sitting uh, in the back here Daniel playing <laughs> playing Anthrax through my headphones. Like, <laughs> 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 I wish it was and, 1989. And playing some band that we've never heard of before. Huh. And you're playing some band that we've never heard of before that only plays coffee. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. That's, that's the band. Exactly. So introduce yeah, your band. I was really good about that. Uh, I'm just excited about the new music I'm going to be hearing. Cause yeah, me too. It's it's a it's a one guy under his name. His name's Alex G. Um, I saw him last week downtown Los Angeles at the Echo. He put on a really good show. He does mostly like home recordings and sort of solo stuff but for that show kind of like, like old school never shot never. yeah exactly and um yeah he's cool i'd say it's i don't know what it, what would you guys call it classified i just i would think it'd be like it's technically classified as indie yeah. i just call it relaxing. yeah relaxing indie mellow indie yeah yeah i call i call it a, you, you could also call it like throwback kind of ish mm-hmm. It's something I would put on just like to fall asleep to. Yeah, and uh, he he's pretty small. He has a small following, but all the guys hey, small followings are the best. Who are into him are very very into Alex G. So it's it's almost like a cult following. Well, this is Alex G, and the song is called Cold. He's not 
And we're, and back. we're back. Oh, oh, so I enjoyed the simplicity of the song. Mm-hmm. I thought the song was very relaxing, and it's just it's it's just this guitar and him, and it's intimate. And it's just it was not what I was expecting for the first round, and I really enjoyed yeah. It. I mean, Nathaniel's really good about picking music that has. I mean, it's kind of it's relaxing. It's exciting, mm-hmm. and it has a really good. It's it has very good. Uh, it sounds stupid, but like you can sing along to it. I guess it's very connecting yeah. with the audience. Very, 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 very. <laughs> Feels yeah, too I definitely. Very, 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 very. Something uh, that stands out to me is the lyrics. They're very sad. Very, very sad. Yeah. Nathaniel, hmm. Nathaniel are you uh, a very sad? You can. Uh, Eventually. Are you the kids from Five Nights at Freddy's that just have the tears permanently? Oh, that's not <laughs> yes. Five Nights at Freddy's. That's like kids from Pacoima. That's, that's everything, <laughs> but I just picked it for Five Nights at Freddy's. That's kids in the trap, you guys. Because they get tattoos of tears. Teardrops. I don't get the, <laughs> but This is a side. This is a side, but I don't get the tattoo of like the lips on the neck. I don't get that. Uh, it's like a girl... I guess if it has. Oh, like, no, I get, yeah, it's like it's like it's like like lipstick tattooed on their neck. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay. Well, no, what are you trying to? Hope. Okay. Like, are you dating? It's really funny when like they're not even dating anybody. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Grandma's kisses. Yeah. Anyways, no, but that was a great choice. I like Thank it. you. Who's having more comments on Okay, so I guess it's not my turn. Uh, so this is a band I discovered like three days ago, uh, and I kind of like have become obsessed with them all of a sudden just because the style is so different, and the idea behind the band is so different, especially in this album because they want everything to be handmade. So they handmade their instruments, they handmade the music video. Uh, the lead singer directs all their music videos in general. Really? Uh, yeah, it's just it's really interesting how like hands on they feel. And if you watch them do this stuff live, it's kind of insane. Like they're like they're, like their uh, bassist. One of the music videos starts off with them going to the hospital because their bassist stage dived and the audience dropped him, and he landed right on concrete and on a beer can oh. on his butt. Nice. So it's like they get hurt really, really easily, and it's fu- it's just fun to watch that kind of stuff. But um, I mean, I, I've heard I've seen my favorite band like has had injuries where like they sliced their hand open on the bass guitar because they were not. Uh, one guy hit him himself, hit the lead singer in the face. Uh, in the back of the head with the guitar while he was screaming and chipped his tooth because he rammed his head into the oh, microphone. Man. It's like, like hardcore injuries are the most fun to hear about because they had fun getting them. Anyways, the band's name is the ongoing concept and the song name is the unwanted. All right. So let me get that all set up. Ready? 
The lead really? singer and the bassist. Yeah, really. Summer camp? That's yeah, summer smooth. camp. <laughs> and we're back. Just like our band. <laughs> or the lack thereof. <laughs> what band are we having? Who's our band? Can, can we call our band the Gear? That would be actually pretty cool. I like that name. Uh, but side side before we talk about the song, I always wanted to make a hardcore band where like the aesthetic of the band though is like like the old monster movie soundtracks. You know how like they're kind of like really eerie and creepy. Yeah. That's like the aesthetic of the band, and you play creepy and eerie. Like, th- but like it's all like like you can't do this live. It'd be hard to do it live. But on the album, it's all like worn. Sound oh, like I get you. Too. Yeah, and, and like that's kind of like, the aesthetic. It's not like it's not like black metal aesthetic, but it's like you know what I'm talking about. I thought it'd be cool. Double Wars probably does that every once in a while in their songs. It's always cool. Uh, okay, so I this is my song, so I'm not gonna go first this time. Who wants? Uh, go first for what? I mean, for the talking about it. Uh, well, you, um, I really like yeah. the sound that they. I mean, not the sound. I mean, well, yeah, the sound, <laughs> but that sounds so like stupid. <laughs> um, I like how they mix like the the guitar and they they also have some electric sound in there. Um, I mean, not too many and not too many bands that I listen to or any of that I that I have listened to have done it very well. Uh, like they'll try and mix it, and it just sounds kind of out of place, or like that they're like like they should choose one or the other. But I think that the band that you picked, um, they they did it very well. Uh, what was there any of the uh, unwanted? No, uh, ongoing, ongoing concept. concept. Unwanted is the, the name song. of the, uh, the song. I, like that's just a great name. The on, ongoing concept, like they're. Always yeah, I get you. Changing. Yeah, that's genius. Because the first album sounds super southern compared to this. One. I like to hear the first album actually. I'll, I'll send you. I can send it to you because I have it. Also, you have to listen to one of their songs they just posted on Facebook, where it has a giant brass section. It's like it's like pop card, <coughs> which is really weird. Hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, Nathaniel, what'd you hmm. think? I I actually enjoyed the technicality of the riffs they were writing, like yeah, a I lot. Did too. It really stood out to me. Very uh, almost kind of mathy in a sense, but yeah, other than that, his vocals are so wretched. They're very. I, I need I need to send you a couple bands. So for, like, how, like how technical they are. Yeah. Um, that's okay. I I think I'm gonna have to pick up the metal guy because there's some metal that no one really knows about. It's so yeah. good. Um, but uh, th- the greatest thing about this is something like because if you look to like there's another band called Let Live that does kind of vocals the same way. But the greatest thing about this is the how high they got. No one goes hmm. that high. That's true. No one tries to hit those high screams like that anymore. Everybody goes like down, like really low or like just middle ground. And it's kind of just unnerving how high they tried, and it's probably some studio effects in there too. But I'm, but it's like that all can't be studio. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds good. So even if it was, effects, it sounds good. It's like, whatever. It's like it's like still you're doing something. Yeah. So much. And, and and it's really weird because if you watch watch them play other songs, both they're they're, they're what's really weird they're all they're three of them are brothers, one's childhood friend, so they all grew up together. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, and. The lead singer is the main uh, dirty vocalist or screamer, whatever you want to call it. He plays the piano too. Uh-huh. But then the guitarist does the cleans, but he also does the screams too. So they have two different screams going on. I think I kind of noticed that. The, like yeah, a, well, yeah. The yeah, video, you'll notice the music video when you watch it more and more. And like my favorite band, Emery, has like four screamers in the band too. So like you get like the one when they have more than one person doing the vocals in different ways. It's always interesting to see the how uh-huh. they clash. Especially when they're both going at the same time. Or how they, not necessarily clash, but how they mix. Yeah. Complement each other, too. Yeah. 
So that's why I like that. Okay, so we have about a half an hour. So I'm going to take about 20 minutes of that and t- pick the topic that I was going to talk about mm-hmm. today. And, Cruz, you saw the post I made. I shared a post from a couple of bands that just did a couple of Kickstarter yeah. albums, right? And how do you guys think how important Kickstarter is for the music industry now? Because mm-hmm. what I posted was is all these bands just did Kickstarter albums, and they all came out just recently, and they all broke the Billboard Top 200 really nice. fast. Like, one band reached number 50, one band reached number 60, and these are, like, unknown bands. But since the fan base is supporting and buying all the albums straight from them, it all kind of just feeds into the numbers. And on, and on other really, on other boards of the Billboard Top 200, like, they got really high. And so I'm wondering, like, do you think Kickstarter is really boosting the music? Um, I'm not really too involved in the Kickstarter world because I obviously don't have a credit card, so I wouldn't be able to use it anyway, so I don't... <laughs> But, no, but you watch your bands use Kickstarter. Yeah, I don't. I mean, but I don't go on Kickstarter very often in general, and it, you know, I, it's not. It's not something. I mean, like I hear it, but I don't. It doesn't. I don't retain the memory of whatever happened to be going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. not something I pay attention. But like, so how about this in general? Like self-funded bands in general. Like, uh, what's their name? Uh, I, I can't remember the name. Arcade Fire. Like everything they do really? is self-funded. I was actually not aware of that. Yeah, well, like all, all their, all their. CDs they made themselves. They're not on the label. They put them on iTunes themselves, and they won album of the year with what album was it? It wasn't Reflector because that's their newest. Neighbors. Album. What was the album neighborhood? Na- neighborhood. Was it neighborhood. It was either Neighborhood. Yeah, it was Neighborhood. Yeah, that and they won album of the year. Yep. I mean, like, so I'm just wondering, like, what is like the self-made market? Like, is that where the direction is going now? Because like, I think that's where it should be going for know. sure. Um, yeah, Personally. I mean, I think people respect it a lot more than rather than going the you know more conventional route because i mean and, and there's a fr- there's a freedom there that you feel when you listen to the yeah. music yeah and especially like there's a there's a lot of like do-it-yourself bands in the hardcore scene and, and smaller oh, sort of communities like that especially around los angeles and uh there's there's kind of like a pride that you get i guess in supporting some smaller bands like that because you know, you feel personally only... even more self fulfilled. Exactly. Yeah, it's sort of like you're investing part of yourself into this small thing that only a couple people. That yeah. I mean, yeah. Sounds very hipster, but well, that's what it, it is. It's true. It's true. A, a problem I see though too is like when you get into labels. There, there's a couple pop bands I still listen to, because like, I, like most pop is on the label and it's very generic pop, so I don't really listen to too much pop anymore. But uh, have you ever have you guys listened to? Uh, I like Walk the Moon. Nathaniel, have you listened to Walk the Moon? Yeah, I do. They're very good. Uh, if you if you listen to like their full albums, they're very different and like very like throwbacky pop because like the newest one has like like you can hear like Genesis in there. You can hear uh, it, there's just a bunch of different influences. You hear uh, Paul Simon in there. You can just hear all these things in there, and I feel, feel like they're not as popular as they should be because they're really ta- it seems like really talented and fun guys. But then you got a song like Iggy Azalea and Britney Spears like getting like like tons of radio play, and it's like some of the worst trash I've listened to in forever. And I just wondered how like on a label, even though they're giving some of the bands independence, the independence is not being more recognized than actually just being independent yourself. Hmm. I want. I wonder why that's a thing because I feel like Walk the Moon's a way more independent band than like the mainstream pop bands, but they're on a label. 
and I don't think like they got a couple hits, but they're not getting as recognized. I feel yeah, like definitely. I, I mean, I hadn't. I'd only heard the their one main song that I can't. Uh, I can't think of the name. Shut up and dance, or uh, yeah, shut up and dance. That was the first song I heard. Well, and the thing is, like, I was listening to their first song. Oh, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. Too, and like, I was gonna continue. What? Yeah, I was gonna elaborate. Um, I had that's the only song that I had heard of, and um, my friend she really likes that band, and she, or and so does actually our stage teacher. He really likes them. Um, so he went out and bought the album, their album, and, um, and, um, I really liked it because he started playing it during the show, and, uh, I really enjoyed what I heard, and, uh, I was very surprised because, I, I mean, this is, this band I had only heard one or two songs by, I think only one, um, uh, I'm just covering my bases, maybe I had heard a second, but... Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like, I listened to their first album, and they had a huge hit on that, but I never yeah. knew it was them. Do you remember the song, This House Is Falling Apart, like that chorus? Like, back in, like, yeah. a couple years that's ago. That's them? That a huge hit. That's them. I didn't know that. But I never knew I didn't that know, yeah. So. Yeah. And so I just always wondered, like, how many bands that we, like, hear, and, like, we never knew it was them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get you. And so, yeah, that's just... I'm wondering, like, is this self-made market where everybody should go if they actually want to, like, be independent and make it big at the same time? Um, I would say that they have to they have to concede both sides if they want to be, re you know, severely recognized. I mean, with Arcade Fire, they were recognized. <coughs> I mean, just because they didn't sign the label doesn't mean that they didn't get put on, or they didn't they weren't able to sell to you know, um, like the radio. They weren't able to. They have you have to be able to balance a you know, you're a business person when you're a musician. It doesn't sound like it, but if you want to get on the radio, you have to have a business kind of mindset. And um, I think that a lot of independent artists don't necessarily... Un I, not that they don't understand it, but they don't want to... Uh, what's the word? Um, sell out. Yeah, sell out. They don't want to sell out. Uh, but sometimes yeah. you kind of have to at least a little bit to really get big, even if you're I an mean, independent yeah. artist. It also depends exactly how marketable your music is in That's general true, too. there's a lot of uh i guess not very digestible music in the indie community that you know nobody really wants on the radio anyway so and <laughs> and they you know put out all their own stuff and they're not getting very they're not like getting anywhere but they're comfortable with where they are yeah and then I'm, and, and there's every on top of that you kind of have that whole i mean not to not to crash on the indie scene but there is a there is kind of like like a like a hit miss kind of um aspect to it where, you, where when you find a band they're either a hit or a miss uh yeah you know, exactly. sometimes you'll be like oh wow this band's really good or and sometimes you'll be like oh this band thinks they're really good yeah you know what i mean <clears throat> like they think they're 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 going to make it somewhere when really they need to find some something else to do which is unfortunate to say and it doesn't sound very nice but you know, the the thing that that really like confuses me too is every once in a while, a band that has that indie sound makes it massive. Like I still don't think Arcade Fires is massive, even though they won album of the year. They're not that. Big oh, they're definitely not bands. But you have a band like I don't know if you guys listen to the new Mumford and Sons. Uh. Uh, Cruz, you gave you gave a, a, a disappointed. I didn't like sound. it. You didn't like it? I thought it was really good, and like. And I don't know, Nathaniel, do you listen to Mark Ferdinand's Sons? Nathaniel? Good. 
Are you live? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was asleep. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, did you... <laughs> have you listened to any Mumford & Sons or the new album? Oh, no, no, no. I always hated Mumford & Sons uh, since... All right, so since they didn't even like that. Sure. But, but, like, they had that indie sound kind of from the beginning. They made it big, and then everybody kind of... Like, anybody in, like, the rock pop band style started trying to do kind of, like, mm-hmm. their stuff. And, like, and, like, the greatest thing is, like, people, like, one of the greatest articles I read about the new album is, like, everybody kept on trying to be Mumford & Sons, so Mumford & Sons became everybody else to kind of, like, switch that curve real quick. And that's why I really like the new album, because it's still the same lyrical structure of, of them, but they also did something different with the music, and they kind of still ma- I mesh together well. together very well. I, see, I thought they did, and I, and I wonder how, like, certain bands like that, though, can make it huge, and they started out sounding super indie. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that once Mumford and Sons came out, Mumford and Sons was really inspired. I mean, um, they were, they were themselves. You know, they were um, what's the word? They were influenced by the Smiths, which were a very small you know, kind of indie band of their time, um, kind of a cult favorite kind of thing, that kind of exploded. Um, well, they weren't too small, but they were, well, you know. It's also weird because it seems like they're like the their voice of the indie bands, even though they're like well, they're not indie. One person is not indie, of course, but they act like kind of like the, the the mouthpiece for the indie bands because they even said like when Title came out because yeah. we all know what Title was, right? When Title came out, they're like screw Title. It's not gonna give anybody any money. Only the people that own Title are gonna get money. And so like even though they're a big band, they're like they're kind of out there for the indie bands, kind of like saying this is the this is unhealthy for music. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel. <laughs> yeah. I just I, I just I just find it interesting that some bands like that make it huge and other bands that should make it huge don't and I just I wish there was a way we could boost that kind of stuff. I get you. Support your local scene, dude. Exactly. Hopefully we'll have some local bands on here soon. You guys you guys have probably some great local bands. Oh yeah. A lot. Definitely. Like the valley doesn't have that many local bands well the upper valley doesn't have that many local bands, but the lower valley does. Isn't we have a hardcore scene over here. Hardcore and we have a pretty decent sized um, indie music scene in in LA and San Fernando Valley. I'm I'm like right in the Sacramento. No, area. you're not in the San Fernando area. I said Sacramento. Okay, sir. I was like, no, you're not, Jesse. <laughs> I said Sacramento, sir. I'm in the capital. I'm actually in the capital right now, recording. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. Mayor saying hi. Where's the White House? What? <laughs> the mayor's in the White House. <laughs> That's My the one. That's the place. <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. Oh. Obama, Obama's running after his wife. Okay. Anyways, um, so Cruz won the Rock Paper Scissors uh, beginning, so he started off. What we're gonna do is the album of the week, where everybody who listens to the podcast and all three of us on the podcast have to listen to this album completely, find pros and cons about the album, and just kind of, like, pick it apart. Which is not always fun to do in music, but it's something I feel like should be done to music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Right. But, uh, and, thing is, I, I actually have to go right now, you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, well, that's right. fine. We Thank you for having me. Have fun. It was great time. I'll be back next week. Have fun. Yeah, you will and Cruz will be back next week. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Have fun oh, doing I music. I or not music, movie theater. Ew, gross. You still work there? Yeah. Greater than movies. Yeah. 
Alright, well, okay, Cruz, what's the album this week? Uh, the album is the Blue Album by Weezer. Or it's just called Weezer. Yeah, or it's just called Weezer, but you'll find it if you look up the Blue Album. There's three Weezer. I always find it weird that there's three Weezer albums, but then they then they're classified by the color. Yeah, they they. There are other bands at, that do that. I I, I know this cruise. I'm just saying it's kind of funny. I always find it weird when a band does a like a self-titled album, five albums in. Oh yeah, that's always weird to me. Because it's like and, and like they didn't change their lineup. There's a few bands who like really change their lineup and then they do a self-titled and I get that. Uh. But then there's those bands like like I think it's who just announced one. Uh, we came as Romans. I don't think the lineups change very much, and like it's like three albums in, and like oh, self titles like, what? Okay, I guess so. Um, I always feel like self title albums should be at the beginning of the career or when a big shakeup happens. Yeah, I get you. Um, anyway, it's blue album. What's so influential about the blue album? Um, it's kind of their. It was their. I want to say it was their first album, but maybe it was their second. It's not the. First it's not album. the first album. No, it's definitely not the first album. I can tell you about the first huh? album. Give me a second. I'm gonna let me Google Weezer. The first one was what? No, I'm googling Weezer to see what the first one was. But no, I, I think I think it might have been the one with the dog on it. Um. No, that's no, that's way later. Hmm. Okay. I'm yeah, look it up. up. Do that. No, wait, 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 wait. You might be right. Is the blue one? Right. You might be right. Yeah, that's right. Uh. That's what I'm talking about. Whatever's Cuomo is such a weird man. Yeah, you're right. The album was the first album, and then ten points to Godinez. Yeah, Pinkerton. Pinkerton was the second. What album? What was the second one? Pinkerton, Pinkerton is actually one of their better albums too. Pinkerton's probably their best. No, album. I think the Blue album is the best. One. That's why I suggested it. I think the new album is the best album in my opinion, but that's just me. I really like the new album. Anyways, um, what is so influential about Blue albums? Uh, why do I care so much about the Blue album? No, why is it so influential? Why is it so what? Influential. Uh, it was just one of the first um, albums that I listened to all the way through. It was one of the first albums I owned from any, you know, kind of, not indie, but, um, you know, modern rock bands, you know, in general. It was, you know, kind of what got me into rock and roll as a genre outside of me listening it, listening to it in the car with my dad, you know, growing up on it. Um, mm-hmm. It was definitely something that affected me musically and um, I just I really enjoy it uh, in gen- you know as as an album as a whole I mean honestly I, th- I really do think it is one of their best albums and really shows it really um, it doesn't define who they are as a band obviously not you know they had Pinkerton and they've had so many albums that really show them show that they are a very versatile band and that they're just able to um, consistently they had five. Yeah, that's them. yeah. My name is Jonas, which isn't like a huge. It hit. is a it small is hit. hit. Mm-hmm. Buddy that's Holly, a... Undone, mm-hmm. Sir Fox America, Say It Ain't So. That's probably uh, either Undone or that one is my favorite song on that album. I Buddy Holly's really? my favorite off the album. I just I love that in the music video. So I didn't actually. I've never seen the music video before. It. They they superimpose themselves and <laughs> it's really brilliant. I'll I'll send it to you later. Do it. Uh, uh, but yeah, so yeah, every, so we all three have to listen to the blue album all the way through and just pick it apart a little bit, take some notes. And with that, I think we will be done. I agree. Have a good night, everybody. Do you want to do gameplay or too late now? <laughs>